0: a woo a hand clap a high-fiver. I kind of like the high-five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW for void We're prohibited by loss. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. First, third touchdown of the game.
1: we are listening to On Deck, presented by Complete game broadcasting
2: this is 15 minutes words of fun
3: Is your favorite niece, your favorite cousin, your favorite auntie, Adrian D. Jones, bringing you the Jero Juice, where you're going to hear all the hottest topics, resources, and research on aging and how to thrive, not survive, but thrive in older adulthood. So come in, sit down, grab your cup of coffee, grab that cup of tea, and let's talk. Family. Happy Thursday, my favorite day of the week, and I know it's yours too, right? Yes, we are doing big things today here on the Gerald Juice. And what's that? Well, we are ending Black History Month with a charge, okay? A charge, like the old meter him, a charge to the next generation of leaders. Yes, coming up in the show, we are talking about martin luther king and malcolm x where are they the new generation martins the new generation malcolms where are they it's time for you to come forth and we're talking about longevity how to journey to 100 long journey yes easy journey no capable journey absolutely and you're only going to get the best info right here on the Gerald Juice. This is the only place to do it. So you may as well sit down and get comfortable. And I have my favorite guest host in the absolute world. My favorite guest host. Would you like to introduce yourself?
4: Hi, what's up, y'all?
3: Not <laughs> hi, what's up, y'all. Can you introduce yourself? Who are you? My name is
4: Kendall Nathaniel Edwards Jr. I do acting, very no, uh, famous. Okay.
3: Wait a minute. Let me wait a minute. He says very he famous. does accent. He's very famous. We need that. But wait a minute. Who are you to me? Who am I to you?
4: This is my favorite auntie.
3: Yes, that's it.
4: We're she's blessed. We are yeah, blessed. We
3: are blessed. Yes. Leave
4: it right there. We got so much to tell. <laughs>
3: because you are getting ready to Woo. take take off. <laughs> you was about to go somewhere. Listen, you throwing me off here. Anyway, he's my favorite guest house. Yes, that's Auntie Spunkin. And I wanted to have him on the show today as we talk about new generation, next generation leaders, right? That means we have to train the next generation. So he's here in training with me and we're here to have fun today, right? Yes. I.
4: Oh, yes. Yes,
3: absolutely. 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 Right now, positive vibes and affirmations, you know, family, that's all we do here on the Gerald Juice because I want you family to stay encouraged. And as we close out the month of February with the Loving Ourselves series, I have to end by saying love has no enemies, and that is including ourselves. Many times, we are, guess what? We are our own worst enemies. How so? Well, we look in the mirror, we can't find anything nice to say about ourselves. And if you ask some people, what do you like about yourself? Some have a bit of trouble finding the good, not just physical features, but internal features. So stop talking yourself out of loving yourself stop talking yourself out of blessings stop feeling sorry for yourself stop doubting yourself stop treating yourself like public enemy number 1 i'm here to tell you and encourage you get out of your own way remember love has no enemies and that includes you now guess what if you missed our loving ourselves series this entire month of february you can always always catch the replay at SRConsultingServices.com, journey over to the Jero Juice tab and click the link at the bottom of the page, which will guide you to all all Jero Juice episodes, but specifically those from February so you can hear our mm-hmm. Loving Ourselves things, all right? Now, Monday was a day off for you, Yes yes the whole this week.
4: whole week was a blessing this whole week was a no blessing school. He is
3: such a character
4: oh, yes <laughs> no. i told you guys that i do acting yeah, he does
3: acting he just keeps throwing that plug in there yeah.
4: let me let me find mary out you came, came in, in here in a
3: market for yourself <laughs> <laughs> yep. i
4: shout love out it to my mom
3: shout out to your mom yes yes we have to show the mother's love mary jones yep Listen, can I get can I get a word out here, sir? Yes. He's taking over my show. He's taking over my show. I may have to pass the torch, ladies and gentlemen, before <laughs> before I can do so. Anyway, Monday was President's Day. Monday was President's Day, and even though it was a day off, it was a day we recognize the contributions of some of our nation's most outstanding leaders, presidents, right? One being former president James Earl Carter Jr., a.k.a. uh, the wonderful uh, Jimmy Carter, who was announced to be in hospice care here at his home in Georgia. So the former president is, guess what, the longest living president in history at 98 years old. And if you did not know... Here are some interesting facts about President Carter, all right? Number one, the president was the first president, I guess, at that time, to be born in a hospital. Number two, he was the nation's 39th president. He won three Grammys. He was governor Georgia's 76th governor former professor at Emory University here in Atlanta, a recipient of the Nobel Peace Prize, President Carter and his wife, Miss Rosalind, First Lady Rosalind Carter, are the longest married presidential couple in U.S. history. How about that? Also, he was the only president to attend the U.S. Naval Academy. Big stuff there, right? Shout out to President Carter. Now, what's interesting is when CNN announced President Carter would be receiving hospice at home, they reported on what one should expect when receiving hospice services. And we talked about hospice about... Two weeks ago, I think, when I brought on uh, my big sister and colleague, Jackie Thornton, gave us a whole rundown of hospice care. But I like this when a celebrity, I don't, you know, like that they have a condition that they're coping with, but I like when it sheds light on conversations that we need to have, especially caregiving. Okay. So, and it's an uncomfortable conversation. Yes. Necessary. Absolutely. But if you want more information, all right. About hospice care. If you want to go back to our episode about hospice, you can go also to that Jero Juice tab at SR Consulting Services dot com. Look up Jero Juice. Go back. You will see the list of all the shows from February and you will see hospice care in the title. I can't think of I don't know if it was February 2nd or February the 9th i think it was february the 9th that i did that show so look that up also if you are surfing around online you can always go to hospicefoundation.org okay listen another headliner took place this week family the family of actor uh, Bruce Willis announced he had been diagnosed with frontotemporal dementia or FTD, and that's very big news, okay, because the actor's health has been uh, noticeably declining here in recent years. So family, you should know, we should know what FTD is if you've been listening to the Gerald Juice every single week <laughs> since last year. So what is FTD? It's a form of dementia that affects regions in the front and sides of the the brain so a person that has been diagnosed with ftd they may show signs um with having problems in language skills or behavior okay and so this form of dementia is mostly diagnosed uh early on very early onset maybe as early as 45 or so and again this situation with bruce willis you know makes America pay attention to an aging nation, okay? An aging nation. And I want you to understand here, more and more stories similar to these of President Carter and Bruce Willis are going to become more and more common. Now, if you go back um, to those episodes of the Gerald Juice that I told you about, you will see back in June, I spent the entire month talking about Alzheimer's disease, but also in November, which was Caregivers Awareness Month, I highlighted caregivers. Now, I want you to go back to both, both of those months, and you will find an episode that I did um, with a caregiver. Her name is Malcoma Brown, and she shared her story of how she's caring for her husband who's been diagnosed with FTD. Okay? Interesting. Big stuff. Now, look, as we're on dementia, guess what came out? The youngest person diagnosed with dementia has been found in China. How old was he, Adrian? Well, he was 19 years old. 19. He was 19 years old. And I'm not laughing at that, but it's a lot going on here. Anyway, um, it was found to be Alzheimer's disease, like I said, making him the youngest person in the world. He was a male teenager. He is a male teenager, and he began experiencing memory decline at age 17. My goodness. I've never, ever, ever heard of that. And now they said in this report that I found that before that, uh, the youngest patient that had been diagnosed with Alzheimer's disease was 21 years old. All right? That is... My, that just left me speechless to know that somebody as young as 19, as young as 21, had been formally diagnosed with dementia. Now, it said right here that the 19-year-old's family... Um, did not have a history of alzheimer's or dementia making it hard to categorize this and the teenager had no other diseases or infections or even head trauma okay but it does say that two years before being referred for a memory clinic the teenager began struggling focusing in class his memory had declined so bad that he was unable to finish high school and that kind of changes the game here when we're talking about, you know, cognitive impairment, um, things like dementia that we perceive to only affect older adults. That's a big game changer um, if we continue to see more cases like this. Now, guess what? I don't know who this is big news for, but Spain, <laughs> let me tell you, Spain has passed the menstruation law. Can you believe that? Well, we're going to talk about it um, shortly. Not right now, but we're going to talk about it when we come back for a break. But before we go to a break, I want to advise you, today is National Banana Bread Day. Today is also National Chili Day. So all my Midwesterners, everybody who lives in the Midwest, uh, Cincinnati to Chicago to Detroit, Indiana, wherever you are, we are famous for chili up there. But it's also... Throwback Thursday. So, when we come back, I have some good stuff for you all. So, please don't go anywhere. I have a bunch of stuff to get through today. Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. Hey, family. This is Adrienne D. Jones, host of the Gero Juice. This message is for all my gerontologists, Aging professionals and business professionals in senior services. Have you been trying to grow your business, re-strategize your business plan, or create new and attractive services for your seniors and caregivers? If so, senior resources and consulting services may be the answer for you. For a free business consult, call four seven zero. 309-9412 or visit srconsultingservices.com this is adrian d jones host of the giro juice if you did not know By the year 2030, close to 40% of individuals diagnosed with dementia will be Black or Latino. Are you prepared for that? Who is? Well, let our friends at Alter Dementia provide dementia education for you and your church family. If you would like to find out, how to Bring Dementia Education Workshops to Your Faith Community, call 770-686-7730. Or for more information, visit alterdementia.com. That's www.alterdementia.com. And we're back to the Gerald Juice with your host, Adrian D. Jones, bringing you the 411 on how to age on purpose, age successfully, and age unapologetically. Okay, family, we're back. I'm glad that we're back because guess what? Before we ended the first segment, I was getting ready to tell you about this new law that passed in Spain. Okay, so I, I can't hold off on this. I, I know I got some other stuff to get to, but I can't hold off on this. So, last Thursday in Spain, this country became the first in Europe that will entitle workers to paid menstrual leave. Dum, dum, dum. How about that? <laughs> the menstrual leave measure allows workers suffering debilitating period pain. To take time off and under the new law women will have access to free feminine hygiene products in some public places. My goodness that's that's a big thing. The law gives the right to a three-day menstrual leave of absence with the possibility of extending it to five days for those who have debilitating periods. Those who suffer severe cramps, nausea, dizziness because sometimes that can take a lot out of some women. Now this is wonderful, I guess, but let's be fair because as I approach menopause, not soon, not yet, but let's talk about it. Can we have a menopause leave? What would that look like if we had a menopause leave? Can we have a menopause leave? You know, if I'm feeling menopausal, irritable, foggy, fatigued, whatever the case may be, can I just stay home on paid leave until my symptoms are gone? You know, and I thought about this, and I had to laugh because I said, women, we would wear this completely out. When I say completely, I mean completely out. Do you hear me? Okay. I know you all hear me. I I hear all these yes, 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 yes. Anyway, like I said, we're back to the second segment. I still have my favorite co-host here with me, and he has to introduce himself again.
4: Hi. Your boy Kenneth Edwards.
3: Your boy Kenneth Edwards, my Nathaniel nephew. Nathaniel Jr. Nathaniel Kenneth Nathaniel very Edwards famous. Jr. He's very famous. He he wants everybody to know he is very famous. Okay, and, and he
4: I, and Pumpkin.
3: And he's with his auntie Pumpkin. I'm Pumpkin. Yeah. I call him Pumpkin, but I'm Pumpkin too. Yes, How about we're that? both the Pumpkins. We the Pumpkins. We the best shout ever. Out,
4: shout out to the Edwards. All right, Edwards. He's shouting the everybody out. The
3: Edwards yes. Joneses. <laughs>
4: Shout out to the family. Shout out
3: to the family. I love it. Anyway, we got some stuff to get to. We're going to have to get to that later. But anyway, so this segment, as I told you, we will be talking about um, MLK. You know, we talked about MLK in January, but we're talking about Malcolm X and MLK and, you know, the fallen patriarchs in our communities. And last week we talked about... Fallen matriarchs and fallen patriarchs in our families. But when we speak about these giant civil rights leaders who left big, big footprints in our communities, in our country, in our in the world. Uh, We can't leave them out. And they are so monumental. And I had to do this as we close out Black History Month. I thought it would be good to discuss how we can put a charge to the younger generations, younger, including those adults who are middle aged, to carry the the torch that those civil rights leaders carried not just Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, but 25-8. And to refresh you, you know, Martin was a peaceful movement leader. In Malcolm X, he was a little more assertive, okay, towards social injustices, all right? Now, you are, um, you like Martin Luther King?
4: What do you know about Martin Luther King? So, fourth grade. Come on, come on, come on. Martin Luther King is a black man mm-hmm. who has freed black people and is, and has stopped majority of the slavery mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and has spoke i have a dream okay and his dream was a big dream it was a big dream okay stop right there don't
3: don't don't give nobody no nothing else Shout stop out. We're not shouting nobody out just yet, <laughs> okay? So, anyway, to help me with this discussion, I have my pumpkin, but I also have my Love Eight Sixty colleague on the line, Mr. David Bright. Are you there?
1: Good afternoon. Good afternoon, young. How are you doing, ma'am?
3: Good afternoon. I'm so glad you can join us. How are you? Great show this morning.
1: Well, thank you so very, very much. I am doing well. Just waiting to to be given the opportunity to speak about those two giants.
3: Absolutely. Well we're gonna jump right in and like I said, you know they were yesterday's leaders, they're gone, long gone. And I want to know what you think it will take to raise new generation Malcolms and Martins.
1: Well, I tell you my from my perspective, first it begins at home. okay. Let's go with uh, Dr. King first. Dr. King was raised in upper middle class, elite okay. household in Atlanta. Right. Whereas his father was a preacher, and his mother was always present in his life.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: His father and mother was always present in his life. Right. But on the other hand, with Malcolm X, mm-hmm. born to an individual father who was there and mother, but his father was brutally murdered by mm-hmm. white segregationists Right. So badly at age of six years old, they put his mother in psychiatric care. Mm-hmm. From that point on, he was in foster care, in and out with that love of mother and father gone. Okay. So he went opposite direction mm-hmm. and went on to be a hustler mm. uh, in Detroit. Yeah. Eventually getting caught and sent to prison. Right. Whereas Dr. King, hey, my foundation, but it's still here. Right. So that's one of the differences. We don't have that combination. Mm-hmm. From birth, that mother and father who is still there, is still that there. is our starting point.
3: It's the home. So what you're saying is the starting point to raise these new generation leaders is basically in the household. It starts at home, in the family.
1: Yes, it does. It okay. can't start anywhere. Okay. It can't start from your colleagues or your peers. It must start from your parents
3: okay I got you I, I got you now I want to ask you this what characteristics do you think like what were ever what was evident in yesterday's civil rights leaders that drew people to them and made them effective leaders
1: well they had a dream in mind okay and dr King was let's live together okay. Malcolm X was yeah we can live together but put I must put up a fight mm. because you will never love me. And Dr. King says, they will, but we must first acquire the love of God.
3: Mm, I got you. And so even still, like even digging a little deeper, did they have something? Did they have, did either of these leaders have something that people were just drawn to? Was it the character? Was it their personality I just want to know, what could it have been? Well,
1: they were speakers. Okay. They drew people towards them with their ideology.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Malcolm X was a defense attorney. Okay. Whereas Malcolm X was a prosecuting attorney. Okay. Malcolm said, I want to make you love me if not... We're going to fight it out. Gotcha. On the other hand, the defense attorney said, though, we don't have to fight. <laughs> you know, we can cast down our bucket. We can all live together as one. Right. But give us equal rights across the board. And Malcolm felt the same way. Give me equal rights across the board. You don't have to treat me this mm-hmm. way. But if you do, right, I will fight back.
3: I will fight back. Right. That was basically the difference of the two. And then, you know what else I thought about, too, when I was, you know, thinking about this topic is that, you know, the people that were led by those civil rights leaders are today's older adults. And many of them at that time were very trusting and willing to be led. So aside, you know, we were, we just talked about the characteristics of the leaders. They were leaders. But what characteristics what characteristics, I can't say it, should be evident in this new generation being led?
1: I would say the most important one is love. Okay. We must have that. If we do not start there, we cannot go anywhere. Got you. There are no barriers breaking down love. Right. But there are barriers breaking down hate.
3: Got you. And do you think... And so, do you think education plays a part in that at all? You know, today we have more educated black people in 2023. And so, you know, do you think that affects us trusting a new leader? Or, you know, so many people that are educated, it's like, you know, I can't trust this one. or I don't know if I should trust this one. I have the same credentials. You understand what I'm saying?
1: Yes, that glass cliff.
3: Right. I want to
1: climb it, but there's always an obstacle there at the top.
3: Right. Right. Okay. I got you. Well, so are you saying that education is the glass cliff?
1: No, I would say education is number two after the family. Okay. Education is deeply needed. Okay. And we can learn it regardless. Okay. Just look at us.
4: Right.
1: Why do I talk this way? Why do I dress this way? Why right. do I walk this way? How can I get along with those people like hey Miss Adrian Jones?
4: Right.
3: She's not having any problems.
4: Right. But
1: she went on to get what? An education. In education. She followed the footsteps
3: of someone. I got you. Well, I thought that, like I said, I thought this was a good, you know, topic to bring about as we close out Black History Month. And I said, you know, I want, you know, my younger listeners, younger speaking in middle age, you know, like myself, (laughs) but I wanted us to hear, you know, what does it take to raise up, to train those next generation, new generation leaders? And do you think that Malcolm and Martin, knew the importance of training next-generation leaders?
1: Oh, yes, they were. We should learn from them. And if you haven't, there is something that is blocking your mind.
4: Wow.
3: Okay. Well, I thank you for your input on that. And you know what? I did not know. I did not know that Tuesday marked the anniversary of the assassination Of Malcolm X. I had not one clue. He was assassinated. I think that was February 21st of 1965. How about that? I found out something new, Mr. Bright.
1: Well, you just told me something (laughs)
3: new. I did.
1: Thank you so very much. I'm still learning.
3: You're still learning. Listen, and I found out something else about Malcolm X is that he changed his name a second time, and that's when he split from the nation and went to traditional uh, Islamic faith, so he went to El-Hajj Malik El-Shabaj.
1: That is correct. Yeah, he left the Nation of Islam after learning uh, his leader there, uh, Elijah Muhammad, there in prison who taught him about the hatred of the opposite race. Then he went on to talk about it and so on and so forth. And after meeting Dr. King, they were going to meet and have dialogue when he was assassinated. Mm. Thereafter, we lost our other great king, Dr. Martin Luther King. Mm
3: -hmm. Okay. Well, that's our charge. This is a charge to the next generation. Learn from the leaders that are before you. Learn from them. Glean from them. Sit underneath them. And I heard somebody say a while ago that in order to be uh, in a position that you desire to be in, You have to serve that seat. And so what does that mean? Get under those leaders, watch those leaders, glean from their wisdom, from their knowledge, from their experiences. And I think that's what makes those next generation leaders. Well,
1: Ms. Jones, you know what you said. is exactly what Albert Einstein said. He stated from a quote, learn from yesterday, live for today, and hope for tomorrow. And
3: hope for tomorrow. Thank you. Thank you so much, Mr. Bright. Thank you for joining this conversation. And listen, that's a charge. Thank you. Same to you. And that's our charge to the next generation. Glean. Glean from those. You know, we need new generation Malcolms and Martins. And so as we go on to our... Next segment of the Gerald Juice. Your charge is to not go anywhere, but to sit tight. The only place I will allow you to go is to refill on that cup of coffee and that cup of tea. And as we come back, we're talking about being healthy at 100. Longevity. What does it take? So don't go nowhere. Hey, Alana. This message is for my 55 and over crew. If you have Medicare and are in need of a primary care doctor, GenCare Senior Medical Center is accepting new patients. With five locations in Metro Atlanta, GenCare specializes in delivering VIP services to include free transportation, on-site lab and x-ray services, and same-day appointments. For new patient enrollment or for more information, call 770-712-5041.
5: Are you in bad pain? You know what I mean. Your knee's hurt. Your shoulder hurts, your elbow and back are constantly killing you. And I'm sure you've tried every pain pill or cream available at the drugstore. Am I right? Well, here's something you haven't tried. Pain magic. Pain magic is not available at any drugstore. The only place you can get it is by calling the special toll-free number I'm about to give you. And to make things even better, call right now and find out about our buy one, get one free offer. We're so confident it'll work for you that we offer a free bottle with your purchase. No prescription required. Call now to learn how you can get pain magic and get rid of your pain. Remember, your results may vary. 800-723-1284. 800-723-1284. 800-723-1284. That's 800-723-1284. If you have diabetes and you're on medicare you may qualify for a free continuous glucose monitor system managing your diabetes is crucial to your health the new cgm systems can automatically manage your diabetes better for you and by using a cgm system you can eliminate forever one thing most people with diabetes hate the most finger sticks now it's possible to manage your diabetes better End the painful finger sticks and get a new CGM monitoring system at little or no cost to you. We even provide in-home delivery and do all the insurance paperwork for you. Now is the best time to manage your diabetes better and get your continuous glucose monitor. Call now for details 800-451-2086 451 2086 800 451 2086. Again, that's 800 451 2086.
3: And we're back to the Gerald Juice with your host, Adrian D. Jones, bringing you the 411 on how to age on purpose, age successfully, and age unapologetically. And family, while we're talking about matriarchs and patriarchs and those who are leaving us and transitioning to their final destination, there are many, many older adults who have been blessed with longevity. Longevity. And I'm so blessed because longevity runs in my family. My goodness. And so <laughs> I'm focus it all over the place so bear with me here i'm everywhere (laughs) everywhere but longevity runs in my family so i'm so excited about that and i have to ask my uh guest co-host do you want to live a long time very 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 long so what's very 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 long to you now this is this is coming from no sins i'm sorry this is coming from the younger generation so what is very long to you what age is very very long to you
4: If you're like 80, no, in your 90s.
3: So 90s is a very, very long time to live. You say you want to live to 90 or past 90?
4: Oh, I want to live for over three three digits. Three digits.
3: (laughs) Oh, over (laughs) three digits. So, okay. Yes. So past 100. Three digits is 100. Yes. Past 100. Okay. So my guest co-host, if you're <laughs> just now tuning in with us, is my favorite nephew here, Kenneth Nathan Edwards Jr., representing for the 10 and under team. Yeah, <laughs> Representing for the 10 and under team, and as we're talking about... Raising up new generation leaders, gleaning, you know, from those older leaders, gleaning from matriarchs and patriarchs. It's only right that I have my next generation here. Right. Right. So he has to learn training, train up a child. (laughs) Okay. anyway, so we're talking about longevity and these 100 year olds, 90 year olds, they are wearing this. Well, okay, I see so many centenarians, so many older adults who are 95, 96, and they are doing it, okay. And right now, there are more centenarians today than ever before. And here are some numbers just to let you know how amazing this is. Are you ready, everybody? Listen, are you ready? So, data published by the U.S. Department of Economic and Social Affairs. population division reported that in 2021 there were over 89,000 centenarians living in the, UNE- the u.s over 89,000 which is almost twice as many as there were 20 years ago that is astounding that is amazing okay and so why well according to thehill.com in their february 7th issue of this year there are more centenarians because number one of course population growth okay if you have not noticed there are more older adults today than ever before so shout out to the baby boomers i shout y'all out all the time but shout out to the baby boomers who are doing a thing okay And number two, why are there more centenarians? Well, better lifestyle choices. And this is a big win. More older adults are becoming more and more active and they're giving up habits like smoking, which in turn, so if you're a smoker, it can affect conditions. Like it can affect your risk at acquiring conditions such as heart disease, all right? Number three, there are improvements in public health and medical advances so between 1900 and 2020 the average life expectancy here in the U.S. rose by more than 30 years okay more than 30 years my goodness all I can say is my goodness because I'm just so so wild by this information but and it will continue to get better It will always continue to get better. And so I was reading an article that was written by Ramsey Alwin, and she is the president and CEO of the National Council on Aging, or this NCOA. And she said, you know, a few things that I want to highlight here, and it's about adults who are living centenarians who are living into their 90s and living past 100 it has not been an easy journey and i think we said that in the beginning of the show achievable yes doable yes but is it easy not at all so here are some milestones that somebody can expect to go through on that journey into older adulthood and even longer into centenarianhood i think they should come up with that centen centenarianhood Can we do that? Can we suggest that? Not older adulthood, but centenarian. That's a whole new level of aging. Centenarianhood. I like that. So what are some milestones? Well, one will be maybe in and out of the workforce with more changes in jobs than ever before. So as you live longer, you know, most likely you will come in and out of the workforce. You may start and stop jobs, start and stop careers, right? Number two, an unexpected job loss can be a shock to your bank account. Okay, I, I listen, <laughs> I can attest to that. It can shock your bank account. It can shock that checking, that savings account. All right, also, you know, caring for children, parents, partners, this comes along with it. So somebody you know, unfortunately, or God forbid, could become ill. So you might have to be a caregiver at one point. Also, marital statuses may be subject to change. You could have a divorce or loss of a spouse. Any life event, there's there's more risk as you age, more risk for different types of life events. And, you know, hopefully, you know, people can bounce back from that. Also, unexpected health issues with that person. Okay, so you could have high blood pressure, diabetes, cancer, anything. Those are some milestones that were mentioned. Okay, now in this article, Ramsey also talked about having a longevity portfolio, which are those things that we draw upon as we journey to 100. And this includes things like our health, our skills, our work options, our relationships, social connections, and community resources, and our finances. And so overall, the goal here is to do routine checkups in all of these areas, all right? Make sure we are on the road to longevity in all of these areas. But, you know, like like I said, life events happen, things happen, things change. So you can just do your best to make sure all of those areas are good. I know you're like, okay, what do I do? How do I make sure... I'm good on this portfolio. I might do, I may need to do a little maintenance in some of these areas. Where do I go? Well, I'm glad you asked. So go to ncoa.org and they have something called the Age Well Planner, which helps you assess your needs in these areas. All right. So go over there, ncoa.org, and you will find the Age Well Planner. So it'll bring up budgets. Uh, job, health, all this, you'll do an assessment and the process is easy because I brought it up for myself. Not going to tell you to do something that I did not first research for you. Okay. And so it'll bring up an assessment and you can take it from there. Now we're talking about living to 100. And so here are some basic tips to help you journey to 100. If you're already doing this, listen, kudos to you. Hats off to you. But if you need a little touch up, in some of these areas i'm getting ready to help you out look write it down back of the envelope sticky note write this down manage stress you want to be able to manage your stress don't take it all on and try to push through just try to manage what you can all right and since we're still in the month of february we're talking about self-love and self-care and last week what was our self-care mojo it was learning to say no learning where your limits are number two eat a healthy diet that doesn't mean just eat a strict diet with chicken breast with no salt on it <laughs> or no seasoning. It means cut out some sugar, not all sugars. Cut out some breads, okay? I just want to motivate you all to use good judgment, all right? Have a balanced diet. Eat some chocolate, have a Snickers. Have a glass of wine. Have some sour patch kids. <laughs> All right. Number three, journey to 100. We're exercising regularly. And listen, I've said all of this before. I don't know if you're paying attention and I'm going to keep saying the same thing over and over again. So exercise regularly. And that doesn't mean that we have to do this hardcore, assertive aerobics class. It means any activity that makes you move. It can be dance class, swimming, Zumba, walking, running, skating. Okay, just get some physical movement in your daily routine and stick with it. Why? Because consistency yields the results. Not just doing it one day, once a week, but consistency is what will bring you results. Also, go to sleep. Turn the TV off. Be intentional about your rest. Put the phone down. And also, I want to advise you all to stop smoking. Mm Mm-hmm. Stop smoking. Try your best. Many people, you know, cannot stop smoking cold turkey. what you say, Wayne? Oh, okay. <laughs> you lit it. Okay. I agree. No smoking because, you know, that's just a nasty habit. I even had one friend, he quit. He did? Cold turkey. Huh? Cold turkey? Oh, yeah. Did he quit cold turkey? I don't know about that but yeah i just know from the new year started he quit he said he did i'm i'm hoping for it okay all right (laughs) well listen it's a hard habit it can be a hard habit to break and most people it's a yeah they hear you saying that but They say, yeah, I know, but yeah, it's hard, and I'll quit one day, but, you know, you can hope for the best for them. Just pray for them. Just pray for them. That's it. Just pray for them. And, you know, I will say it can be a hard habit to break because some older adults that I know have been smoking for 50 and 60 years. 50 and 60 years. Can you believe that? So what I'll say is gradually pull away from cigarettes. And for some people, you may want to set a goal to decrease your intake, your cigarette intake, or decrease how many cigarettes you smoke by day or by week, how many packs you buy. Okay. And also reach out to your healthcare provider for help. Also, the last one I want to charge you all with is to keep a healthy mind keep your brain engaged okay enrichment classes find a new hobby keep your brain engaged as much as you can that is your journey your journey to 100 now 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 Where do we what do we feel about this co-host great great can you do some of those things Yes. Well, well it depends. What what does it what what does it depend on? Let me ask you that.
4: It depends if Wait, what's the question?
3: <laughs> I said how do those how do those different things that help people, you know, age to one hundred, how does it sound to you? Is Can y'all... you do that? Can you do all those things? Yeah. Keep your brain active.
4: Yes, you have to in order to grow you have to it's like a plant. You have to feed the plant great <laughs> stuff. Okay. And I love it. it'll grow. But if you feed the plant nasty things and negative, it it will grow, it just not not too far.
3: That's it. There ha- this, I didn't tell him to say any of this. This is this is coming from the top of his own mind. Did you hear that? It's coming from his heart. He said it's just like a plant. So if you feed the plant good stuff, then it will grow well, But right, basically? Yes. And if you feed the plant bad stuff or don't feed the plant at all, or the plant doesn't get enough sunlight if it requires that, then it won't grow the way it should grow.
4: Yes, and that's your inspiration.
3: And that's his inspiration from him to you. All right, and so we have somebody on the line. Yes, ma'am. Welcome to the Gerald Juice. Is this who I think it is?
2: <laughs> it's yes, this? ma'am. Your cousin.
3: <laughs> my cousin. My love A60 cousin. Uh, listen, just, Brother I Ware, just, Brother James Ware, he's calling in.
2: I just wanted to uh, say the reason we don't have the leaders okay. that we had when I was young yes. is because they was more concerned about the people, not about themselves
3: only. Mm, okay.
2: And and here's the problem. A lot of people be success, mm-hmm. successful and they forget about others. Okay. Uh, if you look at Malcolm, if you look at Martin, if you look at De- uh, David Affleck and on and on, they had the people in mind. Okay. They just didn't want to make it for themselves because they try to give them something to uh, quiet them down. Okay. But they say, no, it's about our people, not just about us.
3: Okay. And that's
2: what we're missing. And young people need to see today. It has to be about the whole people, not about just the people. themselves.
3: So are you saying and for those who, you know, did not tune in um, in our last segment or maybe you missed our last segment, we're talking about training up next generation leaders. And what will it take, you know, for these new emerging leaders like our Martin Luther King's and our Malcolm X's? What will it take? And so I thank you for that, Brother Ware. So what you're saying is and let me know if I received this right, is that you cannot be selfish, if you're right. going to be a leader, you can't not be about self, but you have to be about the people. There you go. I like it. And that's what we're missing. And that's what we're missing. All right. And so, you know, what is, how do you, how are you training up those that are coming behind you?
2: Well, I'm trying to do, but I keep running into the problem that the parents don't uh, want the children to do, but so much.
3: Okay. You know, like
2: okay. I admire the young your young nephew there. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, but the problem that we need to do, we need to just like I'm having a, a meeting, spiritual meeting, and informing. We're going to have empowerment okay. to the sisters, mm-hmm. empowerment to the brothers. Mm-hmm. Brothers is not learning that being a man is not saying, do this, do that. It's being that example and providing okay. for the family. Gotcha. That's what God has designed it. Okay. So we are not doing that. And that's what I'm trying to do in April the 29th and April the 30th. My
3: spiritual uh, meeting. Yes, spiritual meeting. Yeah, well, we're going to learn about that um, more in the coming in the coming weeks. You said April the 29th?
2: Yes, and the
3: thirtieth. April the 29th and the thirtieth. So you, we have to stay tuned oh. for that. When I get more information from Brother Ware, I will be happy to share with my audience. So thank you, Brother Ware. Thank for, you for your feedback for on that. Me. All right. Thank you, family. All right, family. We are coming up on the last few minutes of the Gerald Juice. You can't go anywhere. You can't miss it. I have an encouraging word, and I have a song for you for Throwback Thursday. Okay? It's a throwback, and that's what we do every last Thursday of the month. So please stay seated.
0: today. Learn how this 10-minute call can help you get lower health insurance rates. This is a free service to help consumers learn the laws to help them qualify for lower health insurance rates. So call right now to learn more.
5: 800-608-2521 800-608-2521 800-608-2521. That's 800-608-2521. Paid for by GoHealth.
3: And we're back to the Gerald Juice with your host, Adrian D. Jones, bringing you the 411 on how to age on purpose, age successfully, and age unapologetically. All right, family, if you're just now tuning in, we are wrapping up another episode of the Gerald Juice today. We talked about emerging generations or new leaders, those next next generation leaders. What does it take? You know, to pour into those next generation leaders. All I can say is those who have come before us, please turn around and pass the torch. Okay, find a young man, a young woman uh, that you say, listen, I see something in you. And I know that you are going to be great. Pour into them. All right, younger generations, middle age on down, glean from those who have come before you. Glean from them. No, we do not know everything, but glean from them. Learn from them. Learn from their experiences. Okay. Sit and listen to them. Listen to stories. They have something to say that you need to hear. All right. Also, journey to 100 in a healthy way. Get your sleep. Get your rest. Have a healthy diet, a balanced diet. Okay. Get those finances in order. And just, hey, take it day by day, step by step. And my prayer for all of you, if that is what you want to do, is live to 100. I'm here for it. And then we came up with a new word, centenarianhood. I think after older adulthood, we need to have centenarianhood. How about that? Okay, so now coming up this week, if you don't have anything to do, February 24th through the 26th, senior friendly events going on here in Atlanta. If you would like to attend the Black History Expo or experience, do so at New Black Wall Street here in Stonecrest, Georgia. All right. And before we go anywhere, you know, I have to give you an encouraging word before we log off. And our encouraging word is coming from Philippians chapter 4, verse 11. And this is all about contentment, okay? And it says, Not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned in whatsoever state that I am, therewith to be content. This is a big word for me because sometimes. We get so content with asking God for more. And I was praying on this the other day and he said, I can give you more with no issues. I'm God, I can do that. But how do you treat what you already have? How do you treat those that you have around you? You're asking for friends. How do you treat your friends? You're asking for a spouse, but how do you just treat people? Also, you know, you might have a new car that's on your wish list how do you treat the car that you already have? You know what I'm saying? You have to be mindful that you have to do good, do good, do well with what you already have. All right? So if you have a car, you want a new car, you're getting oil changes on time. Is that what you're doing? (laughs) So how can God give you anything and you don't know how to treat what you already have around you? And I heard someone say, I'm not going to put up a Christmas tree until I move into a house. But how come you can't put the tree up in your apartment? Just show God that you are grateful for what you have. All right don't complain stop complaining more is on the way so stay encouraged family all right, if you did not know, this show is brought to you by Senior Resources and Consulting Services, LLC, where the mission is to connect seniors with the best possible resources and build solid community relationships. Also, thank you to our sponsors at Gen Care Senior Medical Center, where there are six locations in Metro Atlanta. So if you need a primary care doctor or you would like to schedule a VIP tour, do so by calling 404-836-0272. And a huge thank you to our friends over at Altar. Altar is your key to faith leader, dementia education and resources. So if you are a part of a faith-based community here or even outside of Atlanta, outside of Georgia, you can still be an Altar Church partner. So call 770-686-7730 or you can visit the website at altar, A-L-T-E-R, dementia.com. Now, special thank you to my staff here, the producers. Thank you, Dwayne. Thank you to everybody here, the Love 860 family, my Love 860 cousins, brother James Ware and Mr. David Bright of the Bright and Your Light show. So, family, until next week, stay safe, do well, eat well. We've learned and we've laughed, and I love you. Take care. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.